Welcome back to the Lime Podcast. My name is Aaron Alexander. Today's tremendous episode was with my friend, Mr. Chuck Liddell. Uh, this episode is extra interesting and special for me because Chuck was someone of like a childhood hero of mine. At least he was always the character that I played as in any UFC fighting game on like whatever, Nintendo or PlayStation or what have you. Um, he's the former light heavyweight UFC champion of the world um, and he's an amazing dude. Um, really greatly appreciate his time on this program. I hope you guys devour this conversation. And I wanted to thank Organifi for supporting this podcast. Organifi is one of the absolute highest quality supplement companies that I have come across. Um, Everything that they have that I've tried, I've been a big fan of. Their protein smoothies are like tremendous. Um, Presently, I'm holding my hand the uh, gold, which is turmeric and reishi. And it's got all sorts of good mushrooms in here. It's got turkey tail and it's got magnesium. Not that that's a mushroom, but uh, it's got a blend of all the things that I would want inside of one supplement for joint health, uh, combating inflammation, um, and also help for just for just general down regulation, calming your system down. So if you're amped up or feel at all inflamed in that sweet body of yours, I recommend grabbing some gold by Organifi and get 20% off by utilizing the Align code. So go to Organifi.com, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com, and then utilize the Align, A-L-I-G-N code. You get 20% off on whatever the heck it is your little heart desires on that website. All their stuff's really good. You're going to enjoy it. Um, so, yeah, I hope you love it. And thanks so much for checking out the website, AlignPodcast.com. On there, y'all can start the five-day movement challenge, which breaks down how to integrate more effective movement into your daily existence. Why not? Um, that is the true training grounds, from my perspective, at least. Um, the way that we move on a momentary basis forms our physiology, forms our structure, forms the way that we think, the way that we feel. It's a big deal. And so that's the beginning stages of getting into that. And then eventually you can get into the Align Method online program and take it to another level with that. And it's a seven-day free trial, which is just so exciting. Um, No strings attached. Start it. Not into it. Uh, Just cancel that thing. It's all good. All right. Back to the shizzy with my childhood hero, Chuck Liddell, also known as the Iceman. Align Podcast. Dropped in. Clapping. Dude, thanks for doing this, man. Oh, my pleasure. I greatly appreciate it. Awesome. What's, uh, I'm curious what's changed for you in over in the last like year or so. What's been the most important uh, values for you? Has health been a big thing? Well, health's been a big thing. Obviously, I'm, uh, I've had two surgeries in the last um, couple of weeks, actually. I, you know, yeah. um, I, well, it's a little, a little bit of a longer story. I went, um, uh, I was working, I have my you know, knee issues, uh, uh, shoulder issues from just, uh, you know, uh, what's it, wear and tear, basically. I mean, I've been beating my body up for about, for a long time. I mean, so, you know, putting it through it. And, and, and so I was uh, going down to uh, Medellin, Colombia to get stem cells. Yeah. Uh, guys from BioAccelerator hit me up and, and, uh, and, so we've been talking about doing it, and uh, so it seemed like the right time. So we went down there, got a great bunch of guys down there to take care of me real well. They asked me, well, is there anything else really bothering you? And I said, well, my neck's kind of bothering me a little bit. 
and um, and there has been but it's been nagging me for a long time, but not real bad, but just a little bit. Yep. And um, so they said, yeah, well, we'll do it there, but let's get you an MRI first. So they sent me over to get an MRI, come back, and they go, um, they're l- reading the MRI. They're like, uh, you, you have any uh, numbness or anything like that on your fingers? I'm like, no. Um, loss of balance, coordination, anything? No, no, not, not a problem with that. But uh, they're like, okay, well, when you get home, you know, get that checked out. So me being like I always am, I was real prompt when I got back and went right to the doctor. You know, yeah, so, right. so I, I went to Vietnam for a month. Um, I was hanging around doing it. Ah, it's not a big deal. I'm not going to worry about it. Um, my wife was like, uh, you you know, I've been watching since they said that. You are clumsy. You're dropping things. and you're doing. I'm like, I, I've always been clumsy, and I have. Yeah. But I guess it was more than it's been. So we went in and um, had my doctor look at it, and and he's he's like, he pretty much looked at it, had me do a few X-rays, looked at the MRI, went went over and said, "Do you you not have any problems with this?" No. Go across the room. Close your eyes and walk to me heel toe. I couldn't take one step. I mean, I was like, damn. You know, I'm like oh, so he's like, yeah, you you, you need to get your, your 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 three and four sliding really bad, and it needs to be fused. So you know, he's like, oh, yeah, are you open next week? No way, is it that important? Uh, but they, we got it in. I just okay, we're gonna do that, and and I've been putting off doing a a partial knee replacement for as long as I could. What do you attribute that stuff to? Is, do you think there's anything you could have done in your career to alleviate that, or do you think it was inevitable with what you were doing? You know, that that I don't know. I mean, I I, I think with a lot of, like, the wearing on my knee, it's just the way, I mean, maybe there was better ways. I, You know, now everyone's, oh, your, your motion's off this way. You had this pelvic tilt you could have fixed with this and that, and you, you had this and that. And, you know, no one, not, no one told us. Right. You know, we, we were just, hey, hey it's working. Don't break. If it yeah. ain't broke, don't fix don't it. Don't Yeah. Um, and, you know, a lot, a lot of the stuff, I mean, I don't know. You know, I don't know. if I well, Maybe if I hadn't done this or I hadn't done that, but yeah. maybe if I hadn't done this, I hadn't done that, I wouldn't have got where I got. Yeah. Last night we were talking about you connecting with uh, Tony Robbins. He came here to this house. Not this, this one. Place? No, no, up, up and slow. Okay. So he came over to your I place. Still, I got this house after I retired. Yeah. What was your experience like with Tony coming over to your place? Oh, t- Tony is amazing. Um, you know, and he's a great sport too. You know, uh, you know, he doesn't have an ego, doesn't get weird. Cause I, I mean, I, I really, d- I didn't know anything about him when he came. Right. Um, I knew him as a guy from the infomercials. Uh, no, from <laughs> all I knew about him was, was his banana hands. Oh, right. Um, <laughs> What was, what was that movie? Was, I can't think of the name of the movie oh, right now. <laughs> uh, he does that, have I mean, banana hands, though. But that, that was, do you remember the movie? What's the name of that movie? Um, Shallow Howl. Shallow Howl. Good one, uh, Max. Thanks. Cameraman Max um, got it. But, uh, you know, I, I, so I was kind of, okay, okay, and I was kind of going through this counseling session with them for, as a favor to John Hackleman, my trainer, because John was a big fan of his. Yeah. And I did it, and I'm sitting there. I was sitting there. He's sitting there talking. He flew to my house, came to my walked in my house. Big, huge man, big guy. Yeah. Come in. I'm sitting there, and I'm sitting on my couch while he's talking to me. 
on my phone, you know, texting. And, um, and about, I mean, I'd say two minutes, probably about 30 seconds in. John's like, what the, what the hell are you doing? Get off your phone. This man came here to say, I'm thinking, you know what? I, just, I mean, I'm, even then, I'm still like, you know, he's right. This guy came here to talk to me. Right. That's, that's disrespectful. Put the phone down, right? Yeah. But, you know, within that short amount of time, he was out, he kind of, and he figured out, oh, okay, I got, I got to explain why, what I'm doing here. You know, and he, instead of taking it in a bad way, he just turned around and said, hey, look, I'm here. I, I get you, you, you have, you're pretty well adjusted. You're, you're, you know, world champ. You've done this, done this, but, you know, you've hit a slump. And my job's to hear, here to figure out what's causing that. Yeah. What, what's blocking you here. So, and, uh, you know, he, uh, uh, it, it was uh, right before the Vanderlei Silva fight. You know, he, he, it was during, before that camp is when he came in. And then he actually came to my fight, uh, came up to my, my hotel room the night before the fight and did a guided, guided meditation with me. Mm. And, and that was, I don't know, I, that was pretty, pretty awesome. I mean, I, we, he went and asked me, uh, he asked me, to tell him the well, we're doing meditation. He asked me to tell him the uh, best thing that's ever happening, the biggest, the biggest um, event in my life. Think about that. He said, "Don't tell me out loud." Just okay. And then this is the second one. We go through. I went through all five. Went through five of them. At the end of five, he goes, "Um, Chuck, uh, did any of those have anything to do with fighting?" No. So then. Go out and have fun, mm. and you know I told him that that's, you know that that's my thing. I I, I love that fighting. I was always when I was out, if I'm having fun, I'm winning. Yeah. Were you ever having like panic attacks, anxiety, lots of stress before fights, or was it? Uh, no, I always like fighting. I was I was always excited to be out there. That was like the treat. Uh, but it was like it was like my treat. Yeah. And I think I think at this point, after losing first time losing two in a row, I think John thought I was. Uh, you know, man, I can't. I'm blue. I'm disappointing everybody. I'm letting everybody down. Um, and I was putting a lot more pressure on myself to perform this time. Yeah. What was it like being in, in the locker room before Silva fight or Tito or like what was where was your head at? What were you doing? Oh, like, I'm, what, I'm, what, I'm always having fun. I mean, they yeah. always. I was. I was at my my music on, uh, and, it's, and it's, everyone's. It's very eclectic. Uh, it just. It, I put on my. I used to put my iPod. On, on random, yeah, and, and just have a play, yeah. And it'd go from Hank Williams Jr. to DMX to Slayer to. Did you have a specific any specific things you would do, or the way that you would did you have any kind of like OCD, the way that you? No, wash your I hand never, really, I never had any weird like like you that. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Showed up. I did, I did my normal re, my, my normal warm ups. Everything was pretty simple. Yeah, and. Uh, and got and was happy. I had a good time. Were you yeah. ever scared? No, God no, I never, it. I never. That, that, that's just not, that was never my thing. I was always. I mean, I mean, I, I we were just watching the on the thirty for thirty. They just did yeah. a, on ESPN. Yeah, I'm excited to see. And that. I was watching. They were showing the walkout when I was walking out for one of the fights for Tito. And if you look at my face, I am. I'm. A, I'm a kid in a candy store. Yeah. I'm laughing. <laughs> yeah. That's me walking out to fight. Yeah. What was it like after the losses, with the the pressure and the the disappointment well, and all that? You know, there's a, you know, it's 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 hard. You know, you feel like you let everybody down. Yeah. You know, you let, and it's like people people really have a hard time 
handling the loss to you. Like, it's like I walk up and people, people can't don't even want to look at me because they're like people I know don't want to look at me because they don't know what to say yeah you know they don't want to say anything like oh man you know I don't want to say it you know it's it gets a little weird you was know, it harder for them or harder for you uh, I don't know it, it was, I, I, I took a lot losses pretty hard but you know but then again at at, at some point I, I just it's, it's a fight it's, it's a game it's, yeah. and I gotta get back and if I want I get back if I'm gonna still fight get back in the gym and start working and make it fix the mistakes and, and go forward. Yeah. What is taking a loss hard look like exactly? Uh, it's not, you know, it's not that, I mean, I don't know exactly what, man, how's it look? It's not that bad. It's just, I, I mean, I just, <laughs> like, where's I just, your I head just, at? Do you feel like, Oh, I got to bounce back. Do you feel pressure of some sort? Do you feel like fuck the world? Yeah, you no, know, I, I just, I just want, I want to get back in and show people I, 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 I made a mistake and I can still do this. Yeah, you know, I want to get back in the gym and I want to start working harder. That yeah. may, I'm, I'm faster back to the gym off a loss. You know, you just want to get back in there and and, and do it again. So you, you know, get it. I want to do over. Yeah. You know, right out, right after I fought, most guys I lost. I, I, I want to, I want to do over right after. Wait, I know what I did wrong. I messed up. Made a mistake. Let's start this one again. Right. What about getting into like, were you partying much while you were in the UFC? Or is that more after? Um, I, I was during. I mean, I, we, I, we, a lot of us did. I mean, most of us did, did a party quite a bit. Um, after, after fights, I mean, in between fights. I, was, I always had my training camp. Yeah. Uh, I, from, you know, start to finish, just, you know. It, you know, again, that went from six weeks when you first start to eight weeks. The ten weeks, and as you got, as you get older, you need more need more time to recover. And also, as the fights got bigger, because you had more space in between fights, right? You know. Um, but I just always say, oh yeah, I, t- I, I you know, I, I, I uh, you know, t- I, I take off a lot of time between here, and I don't, I'd have tw- twelve week camps. But I always had guys fighting; they were friends of mine in the yep. camp. So. I, I mean, I was usually back in the gym. I always just said I just take this time. Oh, I take three months off, right, and then start training again. And but really, I took a week off, and then I go back to the gym. And the difference was I was still in the gym every day training. Yeah. It just the difference was the focus wasn't on me. So it wasn't really off. It was more just not focusing on me. So I can just come in and have fun. Yeah, I was just getting to chat with your daughter she's freaking amazing and your wife freaking amazing this this whole world here it just feels very like light and bright and like it's like refreshing to be in um you had with the partying you kind of went more into like a darker realm with it or or was that misunderstanding my part no i i mean well i mean there there was a time in between retiring and kind of being and then kind of get a loss for a little bit yeah. In there. You get lost for a little bit. It's, think about it. You know, you've been driven your whole life and you have this thing right here that right. that is your goal. And, and it, it also helps you control you. You know, you're, we're, we're, I mean, I, well, most fighters pretty, we're pretty wild people. You know, we're hard, hard to control, hard to contain, a lot of us. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we, you know, there's things that keep us in control. You know, there's the, for me, it was, that was, I, I want to be the best in the world. I, that means I can't do certain things, certain things that, you know, if I can maybe do a little bit of this here, a little bit of that there, but I have to cut it off right now. 
Yeah. You know, this is what this is what is what you can and can't do here. Now all of a sudden, you know, someone takes that takes that away and it's like, wait, I can just do this as much as I want. Totally. You know, I can do whatever I, I you know, I I don't have to do anything. You know, I don't have to you know, go home and I don't have to do anything. You know, I just I didn't have I didn't have I didn't have anything that I had to go home for. Yeah. And um you know, they they get away from you, but you know, it, it didn't take long for me to get over. How that. long was it? That things were like not. I don't know to what degree of not good they were. Or well, it wasn't. It, was, it just it you know, I was you know start starting to, you know, it's just starting to go out and drink too much and getting too drunk. You know, starting. To get, I met blacked out a few times, and that's kind of when I kind of went. You know what? I'm gonna take some time off of drinking for a while. Why do you think you were drinking? I just I was just out. Because I, I could, yeah. I don't. I wasn't really. I wasn't really. I don't think I was depressed or. But it was kind of. It was kind of a thing. It, it's. I don't know if you're depressed or. If it's. You know, I was trying to. Just trying to work through where. What, what, now what? Yeah. Right. You know. You, you did. Every, I did everything I wanted to do in that sport. I did everything. You know. I have nothing to prove. Fighting. I have nothing. But now what? What do I do now? Yeah. You know. And that's. And. Uh, you know that. That is what it is. Were there any transitional, pivotal, like dark moments in that, or was it more just a gradual, like oh, I should get my shit back together and you know not be drinking and all that stuff so much? Uh, you know, I I don't think there was any real, real. I mean, I I don't feel there's any real, real dark times. I just yeah. you know, times I just got started getting. You know, I mean, you know what? I I need something to get my butt going because I just I'm not I'm just not doing anything, and, that, and that's not okay with me. You yeah. Know? Um. You know, and plus, I, you know, I, I took some time and just started started raising my kids and just spending a lot of time with the family and doing stuff with my kids. And that was one thing I started thinking. I, I don't want my kids to see a guy that's not doing stuff, that doesn't, that doesn't, uh, not doing stuff, you know, that's not, I want them to see the guy that became a champion. Right. I want to see the, the work ethic that made him a champion. Right. Um, I don't want him to see the guy that's just not relaxing when he's done. Yeah. Um, so... You know, because because I, I think um, it, it's it's actually pr I've proven my point to myself with because uh, I always always say mental toughness is not a sometimes thing. It's an all it, it's a it's an all the time thing. You want to be mentally tough, you have to be mentally tough all the time. Mm. You can't pick and choose when to be mentally tough. Mm. Um, and because you know, as I was, as I was. You know, oh, I don't have to really go to the gym. Oh, I don't really have to do that. I don't, you know, it's, you don't have that. It, it was, it's, it becomes a question in your mind. Like, the, I try to explain it. The easiest way for me to explain it is my, I was racing a friend. A friend decided to race up a hill in Hawaii. A, a bunch of these stairs up this, um, I forget what it's called. I forget what the place is called. What, what island? On, on Oahu. Oh, okay. A bunch of stairs going up. We're going up, and he started wanting to race. And so I took off and started racing after him. And I, and I, was, I was flagging a little bit. Got, get, uh, I, but I, but I passed, passed him and he stopped. And, and in my mind, I, I, you know, maybe I should just slow down. Should I slow down and let, or should I slow down and let him win? He's trying real hard. Or should, I, should I just, but I knew what my mind was doing. But for me, the fact, and I, I made the right decision. I just ran, and I wasn't going to stop. Once I started running up there, it was kind of my old thing. I started running and going to finish. So I went all up and finished. But 
in my mind, it was it was bad enough to me that I actually questioned myself. I said, should should I should I not do this? Should I? Yeah. Should I give up? Should I let let him win? Uh, let let someone win? Did you really did that cross your mind? And to me, that was it was like it was like you know it was, that toughness was weakening. Yeah. Um. It, it, so it's it's if you I mean if you want to be mentally tough, you have to. It has to be, you know, it has to be something you do every day. But at some you, point, you're gonna you're gonna be closer to your deathbed, and people are gonna be running past you. And, well, but that's okay. Yeah. Hey, hey, I'm not saying. No, look, I, I don't want you to take it the wrong way. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying. I don't have to. I don't. I, I'm. I'm an older, older guy. I'm training with guys. I, hey, if I'm doing this, I'm, I might hurt myself. I'll, I'll just let that go. Yeah. That's okay. But I, you know, now if you stop and let something go in practice, you're the only one that knows if you stop because he got it or it was you let him get it because you didn't want to risk hurting something or you know if you, you just did it because you were tired yep. or you just didn't feel like working harder you know that yep. no one else does mm-hmm. they don't know what your reasoning was but you know so to me I, I always I don't I never kid myself so I know I know I know when I have to okay you know, I'm not going to do this I'm not going to do I'm just going to get hurt I, but I know the difference between not doing it because this is dangerous for myself or I'm not, I'm protecting something or I'm or I'm just tired and when, I'm being lazy when you were training like a maniac I'd imagine you would have had to have been during during UFC and nobody else is watching and you're tired and want to stop what would keep you going it was never a question to me it was I this is what we we have to do, get to here and finish there go yeah but I think it was from training over so long my whole life was just you're not allowed to quit. There's no quit. That's that question never came to my mind. Where'd you get that from? That the, I mean, I'm guessing from my grandfather. I mean, I just I don't know exactly how it was instilled and how I how I got there. But I I always was. I just ne- I had no. There was that was never an option. Like, oh my god, can I quit? You know, am I gonna stop right now? I'm I'm racing the cat. I'm 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 gonna might lose anyway, or I might not beat him. So I'll just let let it go. Yeah. No. Yeah. You know, what about for people that don't have that? Would you have any kind of like wisdom or guidance on how to instill that if they don't have it since like? Well, I don't, and I've, I, you know, I I did a lot of reading up on it um, over time, Um, and you know, teaching it is one of those things. Is just start with small things, uh, little, you know, routines, just um, being consistent with stuff, and just you start doing things. You're doing, make making the right decision it's not gonna not gonna not gonna come to your mind oh oh should i do uh, you know why I mean, be honest with yourself am i am i gonna stop am i stopping now because i'm tired or is there another reason for it yeah am i making an excuse for me stopping or am i it's just because i'm tired yeah you know and then make the right decision it's a conscious decision at that point but you make it enough times in enough different ways you, your brain will start changing yeah so how i was talking do you know tony jeffries olympic boxer guy does box and burn in town uh, i i know he's right he's cool yeah. um, but i was talking to him about his time boxing the olympics and just having you know the crowds cheering and all that and then everyone told him that when he would have his his kids like the birth then it would be like oh that would like trump all that stuff and then he like had the birth of his kids and he was like no it wasn't even close to the crowd's <laughs> <laughs> it's like that I had another kid who still wasn't even close. 
um, with you at life after UFC, have you been able to reinstill the same level of, of um, excitement in your life? Oh yeah, I, yeah. I like. I mean, I I love my kids, man. Yeah. Uh, they're it's fun watching them play, cool. doing stuff with them. Um, my family, I have a I have a great time. Yeah, you know, I I get excited about that stuff. I th- I think that's part of. I, I mean, I was never. I don't get. I, I appreciate the fans. I appreciate everything, but I, and it was fun, it was fun to walk out, and, and I actually like taking them, taking them, and getting getting them to walk out when when there's a place for something for me where. The crowd goes crazy because it, it's fun for them yeah. to, to see that. But I, I like stuff like that more for my friends than I do for me. Like I don't know if it's just I, I'm used to it or, but I mean, I, I mean I don't I don't miss that. Right. I, I miss fighting. Like I miss the all all the other elements of fighting. I'm, be, you know, being on a team, being coming to the gym every day, you know, training, getting ready for a fight. How uh, you know you know setting that goal going through going through all those mo- going through all the motions even cutting weight making weight I mean that that was something that signaled to me I'm fighting yeah you know do you contemplate what you want your legacy to be like what you want to leave on this earth when you're not in this it, body anymore I, you know I've never never really thought about that <laughs> honestly <laughs> you ask me are you worried about damaging your legacy I'm like I'm <laughs> really never thought about it. I'm just trying to live my life, man. Yeah. I'm not, not worried about what people see about it. It's like I kind of leave. Uh, people ask me, "Oh, what do you? How, how would you say uh, something about your career?" I'm like, "I just leave that to you guys. You guys tell you guys tell me what you thought of it. I, I'm okay. I, I'm done. You're I did, thinking, I, you're thinking what happens after you after you die? Um, you know, I haven't really. Um, Really got too much into that. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, you talk about stuff. I talk with people about stuff. You know, there's so many different things, but you don't know which one's, who's right, who's wrong. What so. makes the most sense? Um, to you, you know, I, 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 I figure we move on in some way. I mean, I, I, I mean, I was raised uh, Christian. I mean, I, I believe we go go somewhere, but yeah. uh, I believe in just living your best life here on on Earth while you're here. Yeah. And worry about what happens later. Yeah. I mean, I'm not I'm not worried about what's going to happen afterwards. I mean, I'm worried about what I do here. If I do everything right here, in, in my belief, I'll go to a good place. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see. Yeah. What are you What are you working on right now? What are you focused on? Oh, um, you know, I've been doing some movies. Um, yeah. Uh, having fun with that. I've done quite a few actually recently, and then I've got a couple coming up, and um, been. Uh, yeah, just uh, working on a few other things. Working on, I, I'm, I'm kind of working on doing the public speaking thing. Cool. But I, um, because I think it's a way to influence people, you know, or give give people, um, you know, and, and, and do something positive, you know, with 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 what what I've done in my career. You know, people use that connection with people um, to you know do something. Yeah. So what's the public speaking? What's the, what's the focus of it? Uh, you know, I, I, we're, I'm working on that, and I'm working on what I want to cover. But a lot of it's talking about, uh, you know, I, I'll, uh, how to get through, um, you know, how how I got where I got, how how the the how how you how I was able to succeed, and where I, where I came from, and you know, and, and just uh, you know how how to live, hopefully hopefully live a very driven and. Uh, 
you know, positive life. What do you think the recipe is? Um, I mean, I, 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 I hate sounding stupid, but, I, you, know, <laughs> you know, it's just one of those things. You find some, something you love doing and, and do it. And, yeah. and um, be kind to people. You know, it's a, it's, it's, it's a lot easier to be kind than to be, be grumpy. Yeah. I know I see people all the time just... You know, the way they do things, it's like, you know, that it takes so much more work to be, be that asshole. Yeah, you got to work on being an asshole. You know, it, that takes so much more work than to just be kind. Yeah. I mean, it's, so I, why, are you try, why are you putting so much, if you, if you, even if you don't like that person, why are you putting that much effort into it? Who cares? Yeah. You know, it's like, it's not, it's, it's digging on you, not them. So why are you bothering? Oh, yeah. What was your, your we'll, we'll wrap up here kind of soon, but what was your childhood upbringing like? Uh, I, had, I mean, I had, a, I had a great life, I think. I mean, everyone tries to put it like, I mean, my my, we had, my, my dad left when I was three, we were raised by my mom. Uh, we moved back in with my grandparents when I was eight. Um, we lived in a small house with a bunch of people. It was, you know, it was a nice house, nice area. Um, you know, we had, we had four bedrooms. We had my great-grandma in one. My, at one point, we had my great-grandma in one, my grandma and grandpa in one, oh, me and my no. two brothers in one, and my sister and my my mama went. Oh, no way. But, but it was a very nice area, um, very nice neighborhood in Santa Barbara. And, you know, we had a very loving family. I mean, you always had, you always had someone watching you. Always had someone around. We, we didn't have, wow. we didn't have a lot of, uh, a lot of freedom there. But uh, it was a lot of, a lot of fun. But we did have, my, my mom was really um, into you make, learn, learning all the things and making your own mind up about things. Learn, you know, study things, learn things, and I want you to make up your. Own. And we were, okay. it was okay for us to disagree with her respectfully, <laughs> um, but you know, if we could, and we if we could convince her of our point, which was it didn't happen often, that our <laughs> point was better didn't happen often. But if we could uh, make a, a logical, good um, argument and, and convince her, she she would she would change her mind, which was nice. You know, it was nice to. Be able to do that and and learn to learn to you know think things through. So you grew up in like a like a like a tribal environment almost. Or like you had lots of people around to take care of you all the time, as opposed to like a common nuclear family where it's just like right. mom and dad. One of them's at work and. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, my, yeah, my grandfather was retired. My grandma and, no. and my mom. And so it was, it was. Yeah, I was always having. Grandpa was great, man. He was a he was awesome. He's my idol. So. What do you think of that compared? Why is your idol? Just it was just uh, uh, just such a great human being. You know, he was nice to everybody. He took care of everyone. He was just you know he was you know he raised me. He's a stud. Yeah. What What do you think of that development versus like a nuclear family? Being I, like two parents. Just you know, I I I don't know. I haven't you know I haven't been in that other family. Yeah. So. Um, uh, I don't think I've ever been in a normal family environment, so like that. So it's just I, I have never thought of it that way. Yeah. And I never, I really never thought about it. I just I, I was raised the way I was raised. I was, you know, I didn't, I've never really thought about how different it is than being raised another way or. Yeah. But I, you know. I would have a feeling that the all of the contact and connection and support and like always having that nurturing and touch oh, and yeah. all that would have I, had a big impact on you. Oh, it had a big impact. I mean, you know, they, like my grandpa used to tell me, um, 
you know, it was always, you can do anything you want. Anything you put your mind to, you can do. I mean, he used to coach me and tell me when I was like 19 years old, you can beat that guy, Mike Tyson. You can beat that guy. He can still punch, man. I'm like, and I'm like, I was, I was like, you know, back there, yeah. All right, Pops. <laughs> Thanks, yeah. Pops. Yeah. No way, which to me is kind of funny nowadays because now, now it would be, it's a legit question who would win between you and Mike in a fight. Well, you know, people UFC ask that question. Well, no, question. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. I always, I say the same thing. Uh, mixed martial arts, it's, I'll win. Yeah. Uh, boxing, he's got a puncher's chance coming in. I'm Dude, gonna, he's I, fucking ferocious. He's ferocious. But, but, boxing, boxing, I want no part of him. <laughs> you know, it's, it's that simple. How the hell does he have so much power? <laughs> like, where do you get that? Oh, he's a beast, man. I used to love watching him fight, man. It's unbelievable. Yeah. He's, still, he's still got it, too. Oh, I've seen a few. Yeah. Seen, seen yeah. Some <laughs> man, he's moving. It's unbelievable, man. That's All awesome. Right. Um, final thing. Is there anything in your life that at the time felt like a terrible disaster that in afterwards it actually was really helpful? moments that were like oh that was fucking bad but then five years later two years later whatever it was like no that's actually the best thing that ever happened um you know i i don't know that there there was i think i mean one of the things when i got fired fired i go from the ufc you know um a f few years back because i had a uh was semi-permanent job supposedly yeah. um and you know i think kind of and it was kind of allowing me to not just to be all over the place and never re, re you know, get refocused and re, because I could do just about it. I didn't have to do anything. So I just could do, you know, I could try this a little bit, try that a little bit, try yep. that. And then nothing really sticks, right? So it kind of got me back on the mindset and back refocused into, hey, I got to go do something. I, you know, like I got a lot of life left. I go find something. I got to find a new passion. I can't fight anymore. I need to go find a new passion. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, yeah right. so that, and then I'm in the middle of that. So we're working on it. I mean, I'm having a good time. I mean, I really do love doing the movies. I do like, like doing the acting thing, but I also like, you know, and I like training guys too. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. What do you see in the future? How, what do you think of the UFC as it is? What do you see for the future of it compared to, to your time of it? Well, it's what I, well, that's a, Different. I don't know. You take that question a lot of ways. Um, well, I, I think it's going to keep getting better. I mean, guys are going to keep getting better. It's it's going to it's it always has different growing pains, going up and down, and different different waves of things. And you know, I think I'm a little. I, I get a little over the WWE matchup stuff, kind of. Yeah, right. You know, but as long as guys still fight the way they do, I I don't really care how they how they get how they challenge each other is there anything that you're disappointed in with it or do you think it's it's going in the right direction i think it's i think it's going in the right direction i mean it's, it just keeps growing i mean there's little there's things there's things here and there that you don't like it's it's all good but um but like uh you know i like the the all that you know over the top trash talking but you know it brings in the it brings in the outlier fans yeah. and that's what that's what makes the bigger pay-per-views you know the being in the people that don't usually watch fights to watch fights and that's where, that's where those guys are trying to get the guy. Guys like me, I'm gonna watch anyway. Right. You got two good good fighters out there fighting. I'm you may put put a good matchup in. I'll, I'll watch the fight. They they could they could shake hands and and be best friends before the fight. I don't care. Yeah. But um. But you know a lot of a lot of the other other fans need need uh 
need some drama and need a big big thing was okay that makes a bigger fight for everybody uh, great yeah cool man uh where should people go from here where should people what's the is the 30 for 30 is what's what's the where should people go uh the 30 for 30 is on uh uh espn plus yeah um they, i think it comes out well friday uh the 18th it came out on the 18th yeah we will get this yeah. up this month so yeah but it came out, out on the 18th yeah yep. um and uh and then uh you know just check me out at chuck liddell you can on instagram twitter you can figure out what i'm doing and where i'm going to be at or cool or anything. I appreciate contact you, me. There's ways to contact me that way. Yeah. You'll see it. So you were my, uh, you were my go-to, uh, dude in whatever UFC, whatever video games when I was just a young yeah, turd. I'm a, still a young a, turd, but I was, especially I if you're a mushroom, butt masher. I was really, uh, I had a lot of power. Dude. <laughs> power from the feet, man. I was, yeah. I was good. <laughs> so I appreciate you, man. Thanks, man. All Thank right, you cool. very much. Thank you, brother. Thank I appreciate it. All right. Over now. Hope you guys enjoyed that conversation as much as I did. I want to present y'all with a fun opportunity of starting a program that I created called the Align Method Online Program that focuses on unwinding the unsightly patterns of staring into technology, essentially. So forward head posture, rolled forward shoulders, hypercryphotic spine, disengaged glutes, knees collapsing in. If there's collapse in any level in the body, it will trickle up and down through the rest of the system. That program focuses on unwinding those things, giving you self-care practices, movement practices, and lifestyle adjustments, very subtle ones, that will give you all more flexibility, more strength, more confidence, more energy, all the good things. Um, and you can start the first week absolutely free and just go to alignpodcast.com slash align method, A-L-I-G-N method. Along with that guy, you will receive the Align Band, which is a heavy-duty resistance band with a door anchor. And that also comes with its own online program that is free with that thing. Go to alignband.com and start that program for free. Um, I think that's it. I so greatly appreciate you guys listening to this conversation. So greatly appreciate reviews on iTunes, sharing uh, on the Instagrams or the Facebooks or wherever you do your shares. Uh, this program goes on lives on because of y'all so um it doesn't go unnoticed thank you for listening thank you for views thanks for joining your life enjoy